Fishing like a local isn't just about catching fish. It's about connecting with the environment and the people who call it home. It's about hearing the stories and traditions that have been passed down for generations and sharing unforgettable moments with the people you meet along the way. Fishing like a local is having an experience that stays with you forever. And with Fishing Booker, you can experience it too, no matter where you are. Discover your next adventure on Fishing Booker. This upcoming concert season will be all about the boots, and Tecovis is your stop for the best in Western style. Tecovis has seasonal and limited edition offerings this spring and summer, including men's and women's boots, apparel, hats, bags, and more. All Tecovis boots are made by hand in a time-honored tradition with timeless styles that are always on trend. And Tecovis has first wear comfort with little to no break-in period. It's hard to find this level of comfort paired with this level of style. Stop by your local Tacova store, have a complimentary drink or two, that's WCB style, and shop new styles. The smell of fresh leather and friendly staff are at your service. Many stores even have leather custom branding to make your boots truly personalized. And with regular live music and events, there's no in-store experience like it. If you can't make it into a store, just visit tecovas.com. That's T-E-C-O-V-A-S.com. They offer free shipping on all boots, as well as free returns and exchanges, and ship right to your door. Go to tecovis.com and find your new favorite pair of boots today. This is the Colorado Hunting Hub Podcast, where we cover hunting in the West, but mostly hunting in the destination state of Colorado. You'll find information that will help you plan, prepare, and motivate you for your hunt, but also keep you updated on happenings in the Western hunting world. Thank you for listening, and I hope you enjoy. Hey, everyone. Thanks for listening to Colorado Hunting Hub. I uh, had a couple episodes scheduled for this week, but had... To reschedule with those being interviewed so needed to throw one more in so i'm keeping that two episode a week going and didn't have much time at home and i figured well we could do it while i'm in, in the field so right now setting trail cameras and doing a little scouting and having a wonderful morning it's only 9 30 so i got lots of time left but had nine cameras in my backpack and wanted to get them out all over the place. I'm in a pretty remote area that will be worth one check before the season and maybe another check to pick them up. But first, before we get into trail camera stuff, wanted to uh, give you a couple options here that we have. Got a new partnership going with a company called Branded Bills. And they are giving us 20% off hats and apparel. So that we can use Hunting Hub as a coupon code. That's Hunting Hub, one word. Uh, no, wait, Hunting Hub 20 is the coupon code. Uh, and I'll put that in the show notes just to double, double check that when I get home. But that'll be worth uh, 20% off any order. And there's, uh, there's a lot of stuff on there. I was picking out a hat or two, and it took me a while because there was a lot of options. So there's uh, state-specific stuff, custom hats, 
uh, things that different fits of all kinds. I'm a hat nut. I really like hats and I'm always wearing one every single day. So that's been a, a nice little addition to the team here. So check out Branded Bills. And then I already drank one of my Supermans today, mixed a little Wilderness Athlete together. So you can still get 25% off that with Hunting Hub as the coupon code. That's just Hunting Hub. So check that out. Alrighty, let's uh, get rolling with kind of what I figured out. Setting trail cameras because it's fun. Yeah, I can come in here and find them. Uh, and I've already seen a bunch, bunch of elk. Found some elk. Uh, heard some cows bugling. Um, something I never heard before, but unmistakable. Heard the mews, and then heard two or three different bugles. Just some louder notes. Not like a full bull bugle kind of thing, but just a little, little milder. Uh, but knowing that there was a bunch of cows all together. I knew that's what that had to be. So if you got any insight on that, I'm wrong, I'm right, whatever, let me know so I can clarify because that was something I never heard. But this morning the woods were quite alive, so I watched a coyote yipping and yelling, howling at whatever, just standing in the middle of a field, found a nice big mountain lion track, uh, saw a bear driving in, saw some elk, ate their dust as they hit the, jumped off the four-wheel trail. And so far, I have one, two, three, four cameras set. And I'm four miles in, or not in straight, but making a kind of a goofy circle. And I'll make a little loop on my way out. A couple of things that I'm paying attention to is trying not to get false pictures. So me and the buddy we were talking to the other day, or I was talking with yesterday. We just talked about putting them on north or south facing directions so that we're trying to minimize some of that east-west sunset, that sunlight hitting the lens and then getting you a ton of pictures. The other thing I got to deal with is cattle. There's lots of cows in here. I'm going to just deal with it. Good thing I got uh, good batteries. The uh, lithium batteries are stellar. So if you can get anything, a double or triple A that you can get lithium in, that is worth every penny. The batteries get a little spendy, but they can last forever. So that's, that's really, really nice to have. Uh, another little trick that I have found and heard about, and I've been doing it all day today, and it's really nice, is taking your phone, turn on your camera, and after you set one of your trail cameras up, Hold your, that phone right up to where that picture is going to be taken. Snap a picture and then you can kind of look at it a little bit, make adjustments, see the angle, and say, yep, that looks good. Instead of getting home and, uh, or getting, get back out here, getting home two months later, seeing that I had a whole tree or something, a bush that I should have gotten out of the way. So that's uh, something to pay attention to. Those should uh, help you get some better pictures. So I've been focusing on, I got water holes. Those, that cows are gonna be heavy on those. I got a trail running up a draw. Cows are gonna be heavy on that too, but it's high activity area. Put one on top of a ridge line going down because uh, I don't know elk behavior elsewhere. I would think elk or elk, but the pretty common thing we see a lot in the morning 
mornings around here are the elk walking down the ridges and they may be up on top feeding kind of the open areas they'll walk down the spine of the ridge and then dump off into the little aspen groves because where i hunt it's a little more open not super dense aspen pockets with uh service and choke berries and uh oak brush on the more north and sun exposure sides so they the the bedding areas are obvious it just it depends on which draw they're in so it's kind of nice to to see that and try not to put anything too low on a on a mountain or on a hillside if i'm low it's in the bottom uh, otherwise i'm going to put them all on the top or about three quarters of the way to the top so they do know elk like to spend a lot of time in that top third of a mountain that's something we've definitely seen for sure well, this has been fun getting into the area that I haven't been into for a year, getting excited again about the season and thinking nonstop, where's camp going to be? Uh, how am I going to access this? Where am I going to, if I see elk there, 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 what am I going to do to get at them? Uh, get a little close, close the distance, that sort of thing. So, uh, even though there is maybe sometimes some folks that don't like trail cameras or, or there's m maybe some fair chase questions I, I think it's completely fair chase and i have a good time doing it because it's it's almost like a, another season because i went from from uh shed hunting season now we're on to trail camera season and then we go into the season so it's it's a fun thing to do to to see a bunch of animals see the quality of the animals i'm not out here trying to put a name on any animal i don't care about that just like to see I love watching stuff so it's it's it would be great to see big bulls are there any deer in here uh, my buddy has a tag for this unit but we don't know if we want to hunt in here because we haven't really seen much for deer except this morning so a really nice buck really really nice buck i'd be really happy with uh still had lots of growth to do but had had a really nice set of antlers on him he was just at his ears or beyond and uh, nice and heavy and good forks and everything else. So it was a pretty, pretty buck. So it's just nice to know what's in the area. And sometimes you catch some crazy stuff on your cameras. And it's fun to get those, those cards back home and see what, what was in the area. So even if you don't use them for the season, it's fun to just put out and see what's going around. I like to do that around my house as well just to see what's been moving through because i've got all i've learned all kinds of things about my property that i had no idea and that's the same thing here on all my hunting properties i like to put out some some cameras just to see and learn and learn and learn so last thing i'll tell you is uh it's pretty amazing the amount of public land that's out here i am on public land on some blm and and some forest service. I've gone through a little bit of both. And uh, this is Northwest loaded with BLM. Maybe I'm forest service. Maybe I should look at my Onyx. I don't know. Speaking of Onyx, we're still doing our giveaway. So you should check that out. Looks like BLM is what I'm on. Yeah. So already. Uh, get your cameras out because you're going to see there's some good antler growth already on some things and i'll check these 
I'm going to say a week before the season or maybe two weeks. I don't know. Somewhere in there. I'll try and be patient. It's always exciting to go out and see them. So thanks for listening and we'll check in with you another day. Hear that? Believe it or not, summer is just around the corner. Luckily, ArmorAll, America's most trusted auto appearance brand, has what your car needs to get that perfect summer shine. Plus, now through May 31st, we'll give you $5 for every 20 you spend on ArmorAll products. That means car wash pods, protectant, tire shine, you name it. Find out how to get your $5 rebate at ArmorAll.com. ArmorAll, less work, more clean. Terms apply. And that was the day out in the field putting some trail cameras down back in my office now and just uh, wanted to recap a couple of things and fill in some gaps that I missed but that was a good day put in 11 miles of solid hiking learned the area got really excited about it and just helped with some motivation things it was an awesome awesome day saw a lot of stuff and had a great time got all cameras out and I actually kind of wish I had a couple more just to, to really fill it in a little bit more but here's a couple of things that I missed in my in-field description of what was going on with the trail camera setting that, that might help uh, those of you with your camera placement. But first, the uh, spots that we set those were pre-scouted spots. And I'd known the area already, but I put some thought into it. There's sometimes in the West here you run into an issue of there's almost too many spots it all looks good and you're really not sure where exactly you want to play something so i first started with those water holes i started with the water holes and the bedding areas and thought well i'll at least be here and then i can go find some of those other little trails along the way so that's that's what my main spots were that i dropped a waypoint on in my desktop and then walked in and found went right to those spots so that was helpful. And uh, actually, we got another episode with Onyx with doing a walkthrough. So check that out because there's a whole online portion of Onyx that is actually really, really helpful over doing some of the stuff just all exclusively on your phone. So you should check that out. But what I'm looking for in this whole process of putting these trail cameras out are quantity of elk, quality of elk. Uh, I just would like to have an idea and and as well as get a good look at a few animals because i got a few mental images of elk i saw in that area last year and it would be the coolest thing if i saw an elk on there and be like yep that's the one i saw that one and i know it that would be really cool or just to see oh there is most of my pictures are 300 class inch bulls or uh for every one 300 class i got eight barely legal bulls or something like that lets me have an idea what's the the quantity and quality if that's what you're into and if you're just into a bull elk a legal bull elk well that lets you know too of you had a whole lot of pictures of just cows and not a whole lot of legal bulls so that's that's something that you can kind of decide for yourself as to what your goals are for setting these things and then also i'd like to know about what the active areas are if i got one draw that had zero activity in it i didn't see much in there well i know that one's not the one that they like to be in so that's a a helpful little thing 
And then I'd like to know maybe if there's some similar elk showing up in one area versus another. So I made sure all my timestamps are going to be put correctly on my camera so I can see that if it moved from one draw to the next, I can see some of those things. And that requires you to have a lot of cameras set out. I actually, even with all nine, may not have enough out to, to make those conclusions. But on a maybe a small acreage or maybe in your area where you set up your cameras, that is a possibility. Kind of a neat thing too is sometimes you get an elk just kind of or a deer or whatever it is you're you're hunting just kind of meandering in an area. So if you were to put one up a trail and then another trail or in that same trail further down, you could maybe have a better idea of which one they're visiting first and kind of maybe start to pattern out some different things. So there's definitely conclusions you can make that are not necessarily the obvious. One camera I did set out is a cell camera. Uh, just have one of those. And there is some ethical questions popping up around those and they're getting really popular. I wouldn't be surprised if there's some states that are outlawing them and putting some restrictions on theirs. Colorado does have a restriction that those got, they can't be used during the season, which makes sense. You wouldn't want it to send you a picture, uh, that there's something right there and then you go there and it's still there and you shoot it. That's, that's taken away fair chase. So that camera will be removed for the season that's for sure we'll uh, get that one pulled in actually it's not even sending me pictures right now so i don't even know what the heck's going on with that one when you're picking out your cameras at the store i don't really spend a lot of money on them uh, i've bought them for 30 bucks i've bought them at a sale for five bucks i've bought them for uh, 120 bucks and the ones that have lasted the longest the ones that i I uh, still have the, they're right in that 60 to $80 range. I mean, the $100 ones are great. Don't get me wrong, but I don't necessarily need that. As long as you got one with a quick enough trigger speed, get some decent pictures, uh, I'm gonna, I think you're going to be set with some things. So if you look at the picture I posted on Instagram, if you're on there, there's uh, nine cameras there. The uh, Tasco walmart special <laughs> that was 25 bucks something like that i just tried it it'll take pictures it's got some quality issues for sure but it'll let you know what's there i've used it many times the spy point cell camera i like picked this that one because it was had the best uh membership or the subscription that one wasn't too bad uh the cabells one to the right of that is i don't know yet it's brand new the uh, Moultries are kind of my goal, go-to. I, I guess I only have really one of them now, but I, I've really liked Moultrie. I've used them a lot in the past, and we've got one, two there, I believe. Wild Game Innovations, uh, I've got a couple of those, and those seem to be pretty reliable. And then i got the old school, like Wildview I bought from, so I have no idea where. But I, I have mainly upgraded to all the smaller quality size and things and that's been helpful but i just don't like spending a lot of money i'd rather have nine cameras than two because i couldn't afford to buy uh, a whole bunch of really really nice ones and with that it just requires a little bit of maintenance a little bit of testing even though they might not be the best camera i sit at home and take pictures in the the living room make sure they're triggering make sure the card is working i have had sd cards go to crap on me so you got to throw those away uh the batteries make sure they're good don't just throw batteries in turn it on and see oh four bars i'm good 
uh, turn it on, leave it on for a little bit. Sometimes it takes for that per- battery percentage to show up correctly. And with batteries, I prefer that AA or AAA. I'm tired of buying big old D's or C batteries. It's just, you can't get lithiums in them. And I don't like them. They're heavy, just not not the best option there. And while I was setting, one thing I kept in mind is the bears. I've had a lot of bears rip cameras down or they just come, come up or even cow elk. They'll go and sniff it and kind of push it around, do some different things. So I've, uh, I really wanted to spray all my cameras down with a scent killer of some sort, but all I found in my hunting stuff was a nose jammer thing. I got it Reinhardt 100 shoot one last year and I sprayed that on two of them. And I'm pretty sure it had some kind of after scent thing. So I sprayed it on a log in front of the camera just to see if that had scent to it or not. It's supposed to be a scent eliminator. I don't know. Uh, I'm curious to see. I'm hoping it's just a scent eliminator because otherwise my camera is going to get ripped off by a bear. Who knows? So that's, uh, I I would like to keep those a little scent free because that's not, uh, not ideal to have anything there uh, that's got some scent on it on your hands because those elk find it and they lick it and they bump it and a barrel just come up and rip it off and chew on it so that could happen in the first week and you think you're getting pictures for two months so that's a real bummer when that happens and then i look and see also after i get that set what's going to trigger it is there some branches think about the windiest possible day is the tree strong enough that it's going to be mostly steady If not, find another tree. Is there branches around that are going to swoop down and and trigger it every five minutes? We'll cut those branches or find another tree. Or is there vegetation out front uh, that's going to cause that to trigger? And that's where the best thing to do is set these cameras up in your yard, test them out, see how far they like to trigger, and don't just rely on the directions, but go test it out and get to know it, especially since you spent money, time, energy into these precious scouting trips of setting your cameras i think that's very very important to to know those because i've had cameras fail all the time you're really looking forward to that one camera it should be awesome there should be all kinds of things on it you get there and it didn't take anything so similar to my cell camera i don't know why that's not sending me pictures uh i had the one area of service and it should be good but maybe it's not taking pictures so who knows maybe i forgot to flip the switch I know there's an SD card in there. Don't forget that. Got to have those SD cards in there, but figure those things out before and ahead of time. And I bet out of the nine, I bet I still have one issue somewhere along the line because you you forget to do things sometimes. And while I was doing that, I was dropping waypoints right where they were. Just so, especially when you get more than three out there, you don't want to forget which tree or some things look a lot alike or which draw you put it in. So, or maybe you come at it at a different angle and you're trying to find it. That would be kind of tricky. There's a a video sitting on most trail cameras now. And in this long of a sit where I'm not checking cameras and I'm not going to check batteries or change batteries, I don't really like to do video, but if I got more access to them, the video option is really cool. I've, I've used it for trapping jobs and uh, for damage control stuff. And I've got videos of ringtail cats and spotted skunks. And uh, I got a really cool video of a coyote checking out my bobcat set. And he didn't give it two thoughts. He smelt it and ditched. So I've always wondered how coyotes have reacted to my sets. And he he didn't like it. 
Maybe I'm doing something wrong. I don't know. But while you're out there uh, checking your cam- cameras or, or setting them, there's a lot of other scouting prep that we're doing there. Like I said, in the in the field op portion of this episode is is figuring out how and where I'm camping. Uh, I, I was thinking constantly of where I'm going to be shuttling meat. Say if I shoot an elk over here and there's two of us or three of us, how we're going to get meat and where we're going to get it. And this was a safe time of the year for me to go check out some of those areas where I didn't want to go really disturb in the season. So I was able to dive down into some stuff there and, and figure that all out. So you get the, the real lay of the land, found a few more draws and things that I didn't know were there that are worth checking out. So get a couple of trail cameras. Sorry, I don't have any uh, or organizations that I'm working with on that for uh, discounts on those. Uh, none of them really wanted to work with me or they just never got back to me. So I guess that's just part of being a new podcast. But we'll get some in the future, I bet, because I love trail cameras and I love seeing what what's on there. So get yourself a couple of cameras, get them out. It's a great time of the year, even though it's 100 degrees down in the valley, wherever you're at. Uh, it gets a lot cooler way up there, not as hot. That's a good way to get out and uh, keep that shape going that you're working on. So thanks for listening and hope you learned something about trail cameras. Talk to you another time. Right outside of this one church town, there's a gold dirt road to a whole lot of nothing. Got a deed to the land, but it ain't my ground. This is God's country.